Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 171. Numerology for the soul in 2022. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there. Wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. So good to be back with you, especially in this new year. Happy New Year. And I hope you managed to enjoy some New Year celebrations, whether it was just with family or friends on a wider scale, because we've all around the world entered this new year. And I think we're all looking for something that's fresh and new and more joyful and less gloom and doom. And even though we have a lot happening, I think we are all seeing a dawning of a new way. I looked at the new moon last night and thought how beautiful she looked. And that gave me hope that this understanding that that solstice doorway is still open from the middle of December through to January the 11th, these new waves of energy coming through to us onto our planet from the cosmos, from the galaxy, from the sun, are bringing us an awareness of not only who we are as the spiritual human being that's inside us, but what it means to be a human being. And that very much ties into my podcast today because I want to talk about what does the numerology say to us about 2022? So we can take it in different ways. I'm going to first of all start with saying we add the numbers. So we just say two, zero is nothing. So two and two. So we are in a universal six year. And the last time we were in a universal six year was in 2013. And you can keep going back and saying, okay, the last time before that was in 2004, etc. So you can look back into your own life and say, well, what changes happened in those years? Or how did I behave? Or what came to me in those years that were magical? Because there's a repeat happening. And we're going to talk about your own personal year after I've talked about this universal year. So for the whole of the planet, we could say we're in a six year. And this means stability, structure, joyfulness, friendships, family, very down to earth. Why do I say that? Because if you look at the figure six, it's a little circle with a stroke on it, but that six is on the earth, compared with a nine where the circle is in the air. So we are in this down to earth stage. What are we wanting to bring forward? Now, last year, 2021, was a five year. And a five year is a year of refinement, change, but it's really changing direction. And I think a lot of us notice the changes. It might not have been that we threw the whole baby out with the bathwater, but we may have looked at our life and said, okay, is this the direction I want? Are these the family I want to be with? Or are these the friends I want to be with? Is this the job I want to do? Because the year before that, 2020, a four year was very much about hard work. And I think we all did discovered the hard work of 2020. So here we are now 
we've told, gone through our five year of 2021 where we, we may have restructured our lives or changed direction, changed, as I say, relationships. And now we're in this sixth year and we're going to actually enhance what we discovered about ourselves, what we discovered about friendships, what we discovered about the people we want in our life and who we really are. How do we value what we are? So you might find yourself in a sixth year being much more attuned to saying, okay, I now have this gathering of people that weren't in my life a couple of years ago, but now I'm enjoying being with them, that community I've spoken about. And we have like-minded ideas, but maybe we're going to gather in a more formal way. Lockdowns and restrictions to one side, how do we come together? Because a six year, on its own would really be that we open our houses and we come together, we make meals with each other, and we say, yes, every month we're going to do this. And I would love that to be the way we're living this six year, people coming together in homes, gathering as families. That's something that we've almost not seen recently. But that's what the six year means. Six year means the gathering of friendships, the gathering of people, but the gathering in terms of sharing, sharing in a generous way, having parties. And that I think is what we're all looking for. We're desperate for that joyful meeting together. That's what we see in a six year. Now, if I break down the 2022, the, the two is of course about, two in its numbering is about coming together, partnership, cooperation. So we've got a lot of twos in that 2022. So there's a lot of cooperation happening. And a two often wants to create partnerships rather than go it alone. So again, is this a, a year when you'll look for other people to join you? But it's also just making sure that you don't lose yourself in that so that in your desire to serve or to be with other people that you're not losing your own ambitions or your own purpose. The zero always means a deeper intuition. So yes, we could have said that 2020 took us into a deeper place than we had ever been, but that zero is carrying on with us and it's really saying, yes, this is about us looking through those veils, looking through those portals. Who are we? And how do we, how are we shifting? Because there's no doubt that consciousness is shifting. We're moving from that old paradigm where we thought something, we created something, we became something, and then we got lost in that. And what's happening now, it's almost as if the zero is allowing us to be observers of our own creations. That makes sense? So instead of just being the creator and the participants in that creation, we're now becoming the audience and even the critic maybe, where we say, okay, I did that, now I'm gonna do something different. So that ability to be more observer in your life is a very rich experience. Observing not from a place of sitting up a tree and not doing anything, but more self-reflective, more, more able to say, yes, that was that performance, but I'm gonna do another performance or act in a different way next time. That is all about choice. And I want to share a little bit more about that uh, next time because we're focusing on numer numerology. 2022, or the 22, what does that mean? 22 is the number of transformation. 
So this is very much about a year of change, transformation, old things dying away, new things being born. And when we see that 22, it's always going to bring unexpected changes, as I spoke about last time, Uranus bringing about unexpected changes. But I see things dying away or being broken down, breaking down to breakthrough. We can no longer support those things that are not in line with the universal laws, whether they're inside us or outside us. So 2022, I see as this time of, it sounds a bit odd, but that I'm saying, hey, have parties, go and have some fun, bring the families together. But this is really allowing us to find a stability and nurturing a sense of, yes, this is who I am, so that these transformations won't disturb us as much as they could if we were flying high. So make time to celebrate yourself, make time to have fun because that is actually what nurtures us to take us forward. Now I'm going to just break it down to saying, okay, now let's look at your own numerology and what is your year, your, what's happening in your personal year. Now many of you may have studied numerology before and you've looked at it and you said, okay, do I, what about if my birthday's right at the end of the, this year? So if you've got a December or November birthday, and I am inclined to say that if you have a November, December birthday, you probably are still living in that old year. In other words, what I'm about to say may not happen to you until your birthday in November, December. But if your birthday is in the earlier part of the year, then what I'm saying to you is happening now. Hope that's not too confusing, but it's always a difficulty uh, to assess those who have later birthdays. So just let's all assume that I'm talking to those who perhaps have birthdays September and earlier at this moment. And we're going to talk about what happened when we went through January the 1st of 2022. So what you do is you add up your day and your month. So if you're the 10th of May, you say one and zero is one and May is five. So that number comes to six when you add it together. Um, if you have, I'm trying to think of another number, um, the, the 12th of February, which would be one, two, and two, five, okay? So you want to take the day and the month and make them a single digit. And you then add that single digit to six since we've decided that 2022 is a six year. Okay, so now you take your six and you add it maybe to a four, you make a 10, and again, you break that one and zero down, zero meaning nothing, come to just a one. So if, you if your date of your month and your day came to a four, and you add it to that six, you come to 10, break it down, you are in a one year. Okay, hope that's clear. Let's move forward. So if you're in a one year in 2022, as I'm describing, you are in a year that you are beginning something new. This is a year of new ideas. This is a year of being, making time for introspection, but also intuition, insights. 
And what I usually see in a one year is someone who is excited to start something new, but there may still be little ties to the past because you've just left a nine year and a nine year is an ending year. So you may still be doing some ending in order to do some beginnings. All right. So one years, write down your dreams, write down your ideas, start to say this, light yourself up with the excitement of what could come. Because when we're excited, it's already happened. But be prepared to let go of some things that might hold you back from doing this. Two year, a two year, again, last year was your one year. So in a two year, you're saying, okay, I have these ideas. What do I need to do to nurture these dreams? So two years is often a year where you're saying, okay, I'm going to reorganize the house. You may even move house, or you may redesign your house to have a particular room for whatever you want to, to develop, to grow. What are the seeds and what do they need? You may find yourself in a two year looking at finances, looking at food, looking at how do I sustain this dream? Might be friendships. Who are the friends who would help me sustain this dream? So it's very much about uh, like bringing home a baby from a, and developing the nursery and everything that is needed for the baby in its early days. All right, three years, three years. Okay, hopefully you know what it is you're trying to grow and you've got everything you need to help that to grow. And your third year is about creation. It's about maybe manifesting new business cards, a website, a social media platforms. It's about getting out into the world, expressing. And it may be a year when you have lots of ideas. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to... Well, the only problem with the three years, you have to do it. <laughs> so don't just think about having a website or writing something or letting other people know what you're doing. Actually do it. Sometimes I find that uh, I ask people, you know, what would you talk about if that, that what we ever call a, a 45 second or a minute in an elevator? What is it you're trying to do? What would you tell people if you had a minute to tell them about who you are? And it may sound you just say, well, I want to heal the world. Okay, then tell me how you're going to do that. Because it's not just having an idea. It's also being able to formulate how that's going to look. What is the process? And then the last part of my questioning is always, and what is the takeaway for people? What are they going to get out of it? Why you? Why not someone else? So I know that's a little uh, mean because sometimes we've got these great ideas, but to be able to actually formulate them is really what happens in a three year. We put them down on paper. We look at them from different angles and we really most importantly say, what's the outcome? What do I hope people will get out of what I do? So fourth year, right, your hard work year. Everybody always says that, hard work year. Now you put your money where your mouth is and you actually do the work. You walk your talk. So fourth year is like get, get down to earth, really do the hard work. And it can be a hard year work, a hard work year, but it's worth it because this is what you've wanted to do. You've wanted to see if you could express your ideas on to this planet. Lay that piece of jigsaw down. Five year, five year isn't all change, but it's redefining. So you look back over the last four years and you say, what has, what have I done? And is what I'm doing now in 
alliance and alignment to my original dream? Or do I even need to change my original dream? Is what I've learned over the last few years actually saying, well, that was what I originally wanted to do, but I'm actually going to move in a different direction. And it always reminds me of the time when I left general practice. I had this ideal that it was right in the heart of the AIDS epidemic. And I thought, well, maybe I'm going to help AIDS patients because I, I had a lot of complementary medicines in my bag. I wanted to help. But by the time the year had gone through, it wasn't that I didn't help AIDS patients, but I felt that my broader message was as important, which was what is the message of disease? How can I help others learn about themselves through their disease rather than, if I may say, just helping the disease itself? That's really what my work has been about. So in a five year, you're really, you know, just being strong enough and saying, okay, Maybe that was my original thought, but everything's changed and I'm going to allow that change to develop. Six year, if you're in a six year this year, then it is, you're kind of matching up with the universal year and you're saying, yay, let's go and have some fun. <laughs> so let this be a year where you're maybe more open to friends, maybe gathering different types of friends, changing your house, making it more comfortable. Six years are very much party years. And obviously, if you're looking for a partner or you're looking for more friendship, this is a great year for you. But don't get disappointed if that doesn't happen, because this is more about friendships and stability and feeling that you're part of a society. You're, you're socializing more in whatever way that works for you. Maybe you're going to join a dating, an online dating group. Whatever it is, it's about friendships. Now, seven years, I hope you enjoyed your sixth year because now you're becoming a hermit. So a seven year is about a sabbatical year. You're disappearing back. You're, you're, saying, you're shutting your doors and saying, I'm not so available anymore. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be socializing, but there's a real urging in the seven year to go inside, to discover things that are inside you that, that you may have uh, almost been too scared of bringing to the surface. And it's almost, you might say, if you look back to your one year, Whatever was happening in your one year really brought you to the seventh year. So it's, it's saying is the soul has been calling you to look deep into this, into yourself, into whatever it is that you started in your one year. And I, I'm in a seven year this year. So I'm very aware that there's so much bubbling up that I've wanted to do. And I'm now doing this Earth Mysteries work that I'm going to be presenting to you. But it's very much about things I've already known. And I knew that seven years ago, I was being guided to go deeper and deeper into this work. Who are we? What do our ancestors tell us? Why did we build all these sacred sites? What, is the, what are the elementals saying to me? And you know, this is my interest. So if you're in a seven year, allow yourself time to go inside. And I tend to say it's not a great time to start a project. If you've already got a project that's in alignment to this, ready to go out, then put it in the world. But it's probably not a good time to start a business, let's put it that way. Because an eight year is a good year. And an eight year is about really bringing heaven onto earth. If you think of those two circles, so one circle above another, it's heaven and earth matching and meeting. But it will also be that if you're spending too much time on the lower circle, the earthy one, then you need to spend more time in the spiritual one, the one at the top, and vice versa. So it's about flow. An eight year is about flow. It's about, am I 
is what I wanted to do coming into fruition now? Am I spending too much time on the, the practical or spending too much time in the, in the air? So eight years are often years of contracts or completing finances or paying off things. In other words, it's a, it's a year where everything comes together. It's a manifestation year and it should happen for you. And a nine year is a completion year. So that is a year where you're saying, okay, look back, did it, well done me. But be ready for letting go of things. It may well be through deaths of loved ones. It may be through something happening that is completing itself. But be prepared to say, okay, I need to let go because there's a one year coming to me next year. And that's exciting. There's a lot happening in the nine year and just be prepared. It doesn't mean, again, you won't have beginnings, but be ready for the letting go, the finishing. And good job done. When I looked at it, I thought, well, okay, we're in a six year in 2022. When will we be in a nine year? And that'd be 2025. And it's interesting that that figure keeps coming up as a year of completion. So even though I know some of you would like it all to happen right today, but something is completing, something that started, I think, in 2017 is completing in 2025. Eight, eight, nine, yes. So <laughs> I'm just adding, doing my own arithmetic there. So, you know, we are coming together into a new horizon together. And 2025 will be a completion year. How it will be completing, we don't know, or let's say that's still to come. I want to keep reminding you, nothing will look the same. Nothing. We do not want most of what we are seeing in the world continuing beyond that 2025 date. What am I talking about? The wars, the sniping at each other, the doom and gloom, the polarization, the distrust. It's time for us all to move beyond all of that. It's so wearing. I think you'd agree. And I'm finding I'm spending less time wanting to look at news or anybody's talks because I don't want to get pulled back into that. I'm spending more time just being still and saying this moment is the moment I can choose any direction I want to take. There is no future already created. It is totally my choice in this moment. And I can choose to smile. Or I can choose to be gloomy. If I choose to smile in this moment, that is the future that I will start and begin and bring towards myself. That this moment is so important. So I want to finish off today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed that numerology and I hope you apply it and maybe even look at your partner or your family and say, well, you're in a different year, so I'm trying to do a sabbatical and you're trying to party. <laughs> which is why we often are not on the same page as, our, as someone we live with. But I want you to also look at what brings us into this new energy. Isn't about a thought in our head. It's about bringing forward our gifts and talents. And as you know, Uranus has been in Taurus. Taurus is all about gifts and talents. And I feel that sometimes we don't even acknowledge what those talents are. We may know what they are and then we hold back. But I've been aware of just how often we forget just what makes us unique. And it is our talents. 
it is our unique bag of or beautiful eggs as I see them. What is it that you brought in that is precious and makes you unique, unlike anybody else? And sometimes we only know that we have those unique gifts when we look back and say, well, yes, if I, I use that unique gift in that experience. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to do a short meditation where we just look at what talent did I use in my various experiences in life. It may be in your job, it may be in your relationships, maybe just how you deal with people. But every time those gifts and talents came forward, now they may be, I'm, uh, I'm very helpful, I'm very curious, I'm very responsible, I have great insight, I have intuition, I, I deeply care. It may well be that I, I'm always good at doing deep research, I'm always good at being able to stay, I'm, I'm a, someone who commits to something. I'm someone who starts and enjoys innovating, but I'm not so good at finishing. Whatever your gifts are, don't put them aside and say, I should be like someone else. You're not. I'm a perfectionist. My perfection is the reason why I finish my books. If I didn't have that perfectionist, I wouldn't. So whatever your gifts and talents are, are essential for your journey. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a short journey and we're going to look at various experiences and say, what was my particular talent? that came to be in that experience that got me through this. It may have just been my willingness to not be pulled down, to keep going. Now, I'm going to just give you three different experiences, three different pathways, but you may choose to go back and look at other experiences in after this meditation and say, what was my particular talent in that experience? So we're not going to spend long either in each experience. But I'm just going to ask you to name three different experiences that you've had. I can think of one being when, when my father died. It could have been that it just would have stopped me in my tracks. But there was a determination, a determination and a willingness to be independent. I can think of times where uh, I trusted when I was giving up a job. And it was like, how did I trust? I trusted that intuition. That was, that's one of my gifts and talents. And my curiosity, as you all know, is another one. And my compassion is another one. My willingness to have compassion, not only for others, but for myself. So if you're ready to do this meditation and you're in a good space to do it, let's go. Please, to close your eyes. Take a few good deep breaths, short breath in, long out breath. Settle into the place where you are, be it a chair, a bed. Take your awareness to your heart chakra. And through your heart chakra, see yourself on a path. A path out in nature somewhere. Just become aware of what's around you. Listen for sounds. See the colors around you. If 
Feel the ground under your feet. Feel the wind or the sun on your face. And now you look down and you have a beautiful basket of eggs. These are your gifts and talents. I hope you can see that they are multifold. You have so many. But you pick up one, just give it a colour. And you look back along your path. And you remember an experience, something that changed your life, altered your direction, made you more confident, secure in yourself, may have lasted for just a few hours, it might have lasted for years. But you use this particular egg, this particular talent in that particular experience. Without going deeply into the experience, listen inside yourself. What talent that you possess did you use in that experience represented by this egg? Hear it now. And you might sense that you've used that talent in other situations in your life. You can go back and look at that again later. Bring that beautiful colored egg to your heart and say thank you. Thank you for being in my life. You are one of my great friends. And we now pick up another colored egg out of your basket. We hold it towards another experience, something else that may have brought, changed your life either slowly or suddenly, bringing you to understand yourself more fully, to know yourself more fully, to love yourself more fully maybe. How was this particular talent used in that experience? Name the talent. How does this talent unique to you? How do you use this talent that someone else may not use it in the same way? And bring that talent to your heart and thank it for being one of your greatest friends. Gather it into your heart. If 
you wish to put it back in the basket where they all belong. So you can pick up another, the final one that we're going to work with. Take out another coloured egg. Hold it towards this final experience. How did this talent help you? Maybe it helped others. Maybe it was the gift you have to be in service. But maybe it also just enhanced your understanding and love of yourself. How did this talent work in that life, that experience? And name that talent now. Understand that without that particular egg, that particular talent, you would not have been able to work through that experience. One might say even survive it. It was unique to you and unique to you in that moment. Bring that beautiful egg to your heart, that talent, and thank it for being one of your greatest friends. Now, you may see you have many, many more eggs, but I hope that you will continue this meditation at another time, adding to the generosity of your heart to say thank you. This is gathering to me all these talents that have made me who I am now and will be the future, already manifesting our futures. So in your own time to slowly bring your awareness back to the room where you are. And in your own time to open your eyes. And I wish you again a very happy 2022 when all your talents are revealed, used, admired and bring you great joy pleasure. Until next time, many blessings now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.